0: Hello and welcome to Bonded by Bravo. Hello there. We're we're still getting used to this. Again, I know this is probably what episode seven, and we're still figuring this out. I was thinking I listened to other podcasts, and they always have like an intro with like what they call their followers. And I've been thinking of follower ideas. And the first thing that came to mind was BBs because bonded by Bravo, but I hate when people say well like when girls call their girlfriends baby. Ugh. That irks the shit out of me. I just don't think that's our vibe.
1: I don't think it's our vibe either.
0: <laughs> no, I, I feel like it'll come to us one of these days. Or okay.
1: maybe they'll name themselves at some point, you know? Oh yeah.
0: That's yeah, that happens on the others, you know, with our yeah, our I audience. <laughs> We just checked our audience size. It's 15. It's like (laughs) your aunts, your cousins, my four friends, and uh, your brother. Shout out to your brother. Thanks for making us famous this weekend. But yeah, let's get started. I know the other thing that I noticed that I keep saying is we have a lot to talk about. So uh, I'm going to work on a new phrase for us. I just had the funniest story. I know last week I was post-surgery. I listened back to that podcast as if I was hearing it for the first time because... (laughs) I was, I can't believe I actually did that. it It's like a fever dream. I was on so much medication. The anesthesia was <laughs> still in the system, like nuts. And I was
1: super impressed. I was like, how is she doing this? But hey, you know what? <laughs> I wasn't going to argue because otherwise I would have been doing it by myself.
0: <laughs> I literally listened back as if it was a brand new episode that I'd never heard before. That's um <laughs> So today I go to the doctor, different doctor. I also get Botox or migraines. So mind you, I'm walking around right now, post partial thyroidectomy with a white, it looks like a bandaid on my neck, but like it's center of your neck and it's 85 degrees in New York. So it's not like I can wear a high neck because it's 85 and it's just disgusting. So I have this bandage on my neck and it looks like a bandaid that's been on your neck for a week where it has that like, well, I don't know what you would call it. Like the sticky stuff around it where it's it, it just,
1: or whatever. Yeah.
0: It looks disgusting. So that's on my neck. And I go to my doctor's office to get my Botox for migraine. Shout out to my doc um, because I get Botox for migraine. And he's like, do into you do your crow's feet? And I was like, hell oh, yeah, doc. Awesome. Thank you. And he gave me a little shot there. But What happens is after you, you get, when I get the Botox, it's on my forehead. And so he marks me up with black dots, like with a marker. So I have the black marker dots and he's like, it's fine. I'll take it off with the alcohol wipe. Doesn't take it off because he's a man. And the, on underneath the black marker is like little blood pool spots from where the needles were. I walk out of the office and I also have crazy curly hair. So I had my hair down because I washed my hair and took a shower today. Walk out of the office. I turn my camera around to see what my face looks like. I have the crusty bandaid on my neck. I have red blood dot marker dots on my forehead and my crazy curly hair. I I looked like I I looked insane and I... I wanted to kill him for not wiping some of this off of my face. I have a picture of it. Maybe we'll post it to the Instagram because it was insane. I sat on the subway like a (laughs) creep with my sunglasses on because I was like, I don't want anyone (laughs) to look at me.
1: This is one of the great perks I feel of living in a major city. Like sometimes I walk out of my house and I'm like, I look like absolute, like I look insane, but I'm like, (laughs) everyone else looks kind of crazier. So I guess we're good.
0: You know what? You're right. Because I thought, I'm like, oh, that person's staring at me. Are they staring at me? They're Probably not. not. No.
1: <laughs>
0: no. And I just keep thinking, like, I wonder what people think happened to me in my neck. Like, what would you assume someone would have a large band aid on their neck for? It's, I'm like, do I they guess think that is? I, I was- would
1: just maybe assume surgery. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Although on a subway, like, do you follow that Subway Creatures account?
0: Yes. Oh my god, I'm am like, I going to be on
1: there? No. I'm, no. no I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just like thinking. I was like, oh well, I guess like a neck bandage is like kind of tame least. compared yeah, to Those things are crazy. They when are. That post.
0: You're right. Yeah, so that's that's just been my week. That's I've just been job. Yeah. I've been recovering, but what have you been up to?
1: I don't even know. <laughs> so many jobs, so many jobs. How, how so many okay. are we at right now? How many jobs do we have? I mean, 3 jobs. And then this. So that's like four. But then also working on a business plan to maybe open our own spot. So I'm like kind of juggling like five things. No stress, right? It's keeping me – it's keeping existential crisis at bay because I'm too oh – good. I'm too like busy to think mm-hmm. about life too much. We love that. Yeah. So that's kind of nice. And like each day I kind of just take in stride. I like wake up – as soon. like I was kind of feeling anxious over the long weekend. And then I was like mm. – we were up in Oregon, I was like, Oh god, I have so much to come back to. And I just was like, You know what? The days are gonna come and they're gonna go just like they always do. Oh. And so that Is this
0: is this a self-help podcast? This, no, this is <laughs>
1: this is new. I think I even texted on about it. Oh. I, like, I have a new way of dealing with my anxiety, and it's just realizing it's not that medication. every day's gonna come and it's gonna go.
0: I have someone at work that said um, Mondays are going to hate, or if you hate Mondays, they're going to hate you right back. (sighs) And I was like, okay, I can deal with that. I mean, this is also talking to the person who hasn't been to work in (laughs) eight days, but um,
1: For good reason.
0: That's what I'm going to tell myself on Monday. They're going to
1: hate you back. Hopefully that works. (sighs) They're just Mm.
0: Where do we start this week?
1: Yeah. So I know that earlier you said a lot to talk about, but like, really, there is a lot to talk about. I I mean, I think. I just wanted to kind of like, I've made it clear I'm not super into Summer House this season. And let me let me say too, I have always been into that show. Yeah, it's just this season is not hitting for me at all. Um, It's so boring. Yeah, like I was excited, I guess for the reunion. But then even watching that, I was kind of like, I don't know, this is kind of like, I'm just like, I think because so few of them had an actual storyline, mm-hmm. it does feel like we're circling around this, the Carl and Lindsay of it all just a little too much. Like, I get it. Like, you know, it's two cast members that got together not everyone was on board. Like, there is a storyline there. Then you bring in the Danielle of it. But it, that's, like, kind of it. There's not... Like, Maya... Even, like, Maya like that I guess could have been a storyline except she straight up was like we're on camera drop your mic get into the bathroom
0: yeah like, and you're i want mean, on a
1: reality tv show like you've signed up for this he signed a waiver to be part of this I don't yeah. I was really confused by that whole thing that um, would have been the best part of, I mean yeah.
0: look that's the drama that we need I in my recovery have been rewatching. Vanderpump. And the level of what that cast used to bring compared to now reminded me of what Summer House used to bring to the table. And literally, I feel like we need to revamp the whole show. I agree. The Carl and Lindsay storyline is just so who cares? They got engaged. They're your friends, blah, 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 whatever. The reunion to me, what I said out loud was like, I wish they brought this shade the whole season because at least it's entertaining to watch.
1: I have I, thought about that.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm reading your thoughts in our notes and I completely disagree, but go ahead. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I feel like they obviously get feedback throughout the season. Paige had even said it in some interview that like she doesn't like when like she's like, we don't really know what we're going to like, how fans are re- going to react or whatever. We're mm. just kind of like living. And I am curious, like, did she see some of the fan reaction and see, you know, all the comments about how... Boring. They are because if you actually look at some of the comments on some of the posts that have like posted about, like I think even Page Six did it, maybe uh, Bravo and Cocktail. Don't quote me on that, but like the comments are kind of on the same page of where I'm at, and it's like, did she realize she might not have a job next season, so she decided to bring it full force, or are there other things? Bring it full force. Where at the reunion? Came like she didn't do anything all season and. I Like, Paige is one of my favorite people on Bravo. I said I could watch an entire show just about her, but doing things, not just, like, laying around. Like, it's just as annoying (sighs) that these people get to collect this Bravo paycheck and bring nothing to the table. And I feel like, did maybe she see some of that? And then Reunion comes around and she's like, oh, I'm going to save my ass. I'm going to get that paycheck. And she brought it. And it's like, I don't even know why she's really... Bringing it, it kind of feels like she's fighting someone else's battle. She's clearly pissed about the article that came out about Craig. I actually don't really remember that article at all.
0: Oh, it was in Dumas. I don't know if okay, it was. Oh, yeah. maybe it was an article. See, yeah. I don't. I don't think she's. I think Lindsay. I mean, look, if Lindsay was someone I knew who would always pretend like everything's fine. I don't think she's fighting someone else's battle. I think all of her friends have been burned by Lindsay and Lindsay has been calling herself a girl's girl and a guy. No, Lindsay is not a girl's girl. Lindsay's not a guy's girl. Lindsay's a, whoever's going to pay attention to me, girl. And what I saw is Paige sticking up for her friends. Like, They're saying that Lindsay planted that article about – or that Dumont post about Kyle and Amanda and Kyle having an affair this whole summer. So if Paige actually believes that Lindsay did that to one of her best friends, if I loved how Paige goes right for the throat as she should as she's standing up for her other friends, whether it's Kyle or Amanda, I would do the exact same thing.
1: Yeah, I didn't like it.
0: (laughs) I I was so – I just was was like,
1: where is this coming from? Like, where were you all season? You were literally laying on a fucking couch all season and now –
0: but I don't think Paige was. I just don't like, she doesn't have a, the other thing is when they create storylines, they see what's going to come. If, if Paige's storyline was her getting engaged to Craig, they could have done a deep dive into that. I mean, they basically tried to paint cracks in her and Craig's relationship this whole season. Again, because her and Craig don't have drama, it wasn't like we were seeing it. The cover-up, like, Danielle saying, like, oh, I I covered for you because you guys got in a fight. Me listening to the fight that Danielle was trying to cover for them, I couldn't have rolled my eyes harder. If they thought that's why they shouldn't have gotten engaged, I don't want to – I mean, what was the fight about? It was so weird.
1: I think probably – I think it was, like, how Lindsay's drinking was sort of concerning because I think she was acting out a little bit, like, getting a little activated, (laughs) as she likes to say deep breath
0: there because Carl chose to date someone who drinks alcohol. Mm -hmm. So that's no one's problem, but Carl's and how he wants to handle that. If he's choosing to date someone who is drinking and he's sober, you know, that's, that's if he isn't like, I don't know why everyone else have to, has to have an issue if Carl doesn't have an issue. And it seems like Carl doesn't have an issue.
1: Yeah. I am. I keep, I'm sitting here trying to care (laughs)
0: <laughs> exactly. There's like and three I'm other bullet really, points to
1: you. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a really hard time getting there.
0: <laughs> There's I mean, three other guess- bullet points. And I'm like, do we have to talk about all these? Because again, I, yeah. uh, I'm i right there with you.
1: I guess the only other thing to note is like people responded to Paige's claims and basically said, no, that's not true. Uh, I mean, of course they're going
0: to say that's not true. I don't believe that shit either.
1: I, I believe People Magazine because I don't think David Quinn has any... He's like the... The guy that basically posted about it and wrote the whole, Lindsay, whole book, like the roses. What is? I don't know what it's called, but
0: Lindsay um, might not have known, but she had a clue that one of these weekends in the summer, I guarantee you, her and Carl even- talked about it.
1: But why does that even matter?
0: I think what Paige was saying is stop trying to act like you're so breezy when you're the opposite of breezy, and just think- call it as a call it as you see it. Like if you want to get paid for your engagement photos by people,
1: then don't try to sit here and pretend like oh my god, I didn't know. But what I don't think Lindsay has ever pretended to be breezy. She, breezy, she's like.
0: Oh my her God, are brand you kidding?
1: Is activated. I mean, she literally has merch that says but, activated.
0: Do you think that Lindsay thinks, you think that Lindsay doesn't think that she's breezy? No, I think oh that my she God. knows
1: that that's like an I mean, issue for her.
0: I think that she thinks, like, I am so cool. I am
1: such a guy's I guy.
0: I don't think so. I think,
1: I think that that's she like thinks it's her biggest it- issue. I feel like that's probably what she most talks about. In therapy. And like I said, she literally <laughs> has a whole brand about being activated.
0: To me, Lindsay is the least self aware person for her to. I think she thinks it's funny and can make her money and is smart about it, just like she thought the People magazine shoe could make her money. And there's no way that a photographer f- could come out. Carl. There was a conversation had about it at some point. Oh, where the for Carl sure. had the conversation. Someone obviously had the conversation.
1: Yeah, they, I don't think they were denying that. I. That's exactly what they were denying. I feel like it was the with like the speed of which it was happening.
0: Of them getting. I don't engaged. know. I don't care.
1: I guess I, I don't care.
0: Yeah. <laughs> even me, I'm like sweating a little and I'm like, I, do I give a shit? I don't no, know. I don't. And it's let's like now 10 minutes of this.
1: Ugh. Yeah, let's move on. We have other bigger, better things to talk about. Let's get into <laughs> what really matters here. Um, I just want to ask, before we even dive oh, in to the reunion, how were you feeling going into part two?
0: Okay. I'm going to tell you. Mm-hmm. Last weekend, last week, took the wind out of my sails. I felt like last week the reunion didn't give me as much as I wanted and I came into this reunion thinking the same and felt the same. I need more of whatever's happening. Do I need to watch the peacock peacock version because it's not doing it for me. Like I need it felt like everything was being cut and I couldn't really see these real conversations that were happening.
1: Okay. So I <laughs> didn't feel that last week at all, and we haven't talked about this about our feelings about this. So I'm not just no. like backing off of you. Yeah, I didn't feel that last week. I thought like, yes, they didn't give us much, but I thought they were almost kind of like holding out the scene, if you mm-hmm. will. Mm-hmm. Then this week, I did feel frustrated. I was there were a lot of things that I feel like were not being touched on.
0: Yeah. Like, I
1: want to know why I would have really liked Andy to kind of dig into why Tom is coming off so angry and why Raquel is coming off not remorseful as at all. Because I think that those are two of the biggest questions the viewers have. And, and I that was like not touched on it, at just not even a little bit.
0: And also these one-to-ones where they're sitting down with him. I want that in its whole separate yeah. episode not these like 30 second clips of it i want I, that in its whole episode
1: i thought that that's what they were like i remember before the reunion even started they kept talking about the one-on-ones and i did think that i didn't know if i i don't know if i thought each one of them would have their own episode but i did think that that would just be an entire separate right episode
0: right and where do we get that extra footage I need to see Even that.
1: like <laughs> the Peacock ones, I mean, they're like 15 minutes longer, maybe not even. Oh, and yeah. Not, there's not like a ton there. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really – I was expecting this to be the reunion of all reunions, mm-hmm. and it's not really giving that. I feel like everything that we – like we kind of just know everything. I don't yeah. know maybe I mean, we I feel maybe like- we've had them really wait to do podcasts. I mean, I know we've been eating it all up, but yeah. now this feels so like, uh, okay. I
0: think, too, after this, it's going to die down because I'm kind of getting bored, too.
1: Yeah. I'm kind of getting
0: bored. I'm getting bored of, like, the whole hype around it.
1: I I think I'm ready for that as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, I'm ready. I'm excited for next season. I – there was so much that happened last night in the episode. And, I mean, we started off – with lala telling lisa like stop defending him which Mm -hmm. thank god she did because lisa needs to go go away Mm -hmm. go away why are you here literally yes we can call her our queen all we want but what is she doing here oh and then she says to lala i'd like to see this soft side of you Screw you. Oh, you'd like to see when she's crying because you don't like when she's defending her friends and sticking up for people. You want to make sure that she's being vocal about her friendships with people. You don't want to see that part. You just want to see when she's crying and feeling sad. Like, Lisa, this isn't 1920, okay? Women can have opinions.
1: Yeah. I also felt like she was coming harder for James than Sandoval. Uh, what was that? that?
0: That whole line where he's like, you should be thanked me. I was like- Touche, touche. That was amazing.
1: I don't understand that whole thing. I mean, I definitely get why James, I know people are frustrated that he like walked away because it just kind of makes the reunion like a little chaotic. But I was having a hard time watching Sandoval. It's not the whole affair at this point, it's his defense, his response, and how angry he is towards not just Ariana, but the rest of the cast, and the fact that he really thinks in his heart of hearts that he has ground to stand on. Exa- that that was the most
0: sickening part of it all was the lack of remorse from him and him continually defending his actions, defending why he did this, defending how he could be doing this. It was so,
1: it blew my mind. He Everything called, he had an answer for. Yeah, and he literally called Lala a narcissist. <laughs> I was like, wait. you
0: joke. The other thing that I loved was every time he opened his mouth. I mean, they opened up the scene and it was like, boo, boo. Every time he opened his mouth, someone was like, shut up. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. You're an idiot. Shut up. Like, he couldn't even get words out. And it was making me laugh. I was, I started saying it myself. Like, shut up. Don't say anything. Shut up.
1: Yeah. It makes you wonder, like, does he have a publicist? Because I really (laughs) think. That yeah. like, okay, so I went in. So Andy Cohen has sort of been commenting on this like whole mob mentality and just mm-hmm. being like, Okay, he didn't kill someone. We gotta, you know, slow down. People are on hand, mm-hmm. they're sending the death threats, like yeah. kickback. Yeah, and I it's true. That and I yeah. I was like, Okay, for a second I was like, Okay, they are human beings at the end of the day and they didn't commit murder. But then you see them it's like their responses. It's just well, that's the- you can't feel bad for someone who doesn't feel bad.
0: Watching them together in that trailer, it was to me it was like watching two robots. Two robots were the whole comment about they think we're pathological liars, but like we know that we're not. W- what are you talking about? You lied for 7 months to your best friends and your name's and- Rachel.
1: And think about all the lies they had to tell within those seven months.
0: To all of their other friends. Yeah. Watching those two in the trailer and then Tom wanting to get her by herself. Hmm. What are you going to say to her by herself? I loved that production was forcing them to be on camera. I would have loved if production got that conversation because, you know, he's just the way that they're defending their actions and the way watching last night's episode and watching Raquel not shed a tear it really makes me think that there's something bigger there around something on her end, like her mental health or her, her capabilities to understand empathy or have sympathy for people. Her telling Andy, like, I did think that there was a path forward with Ariana. Wild. What, what are you talking about? You thought
1: there was a path forward with the girl who, you cr- who cried to you about her relationship. And then the way that she was almost sort of trying to say, like, well, Ariana should have seen it. She didn't ask. Uh, Blaming Ariana for trusting her friend and boyfriend.
0: Well, you know, that was Tom coaching her on that or telling her.
1: But that was so bizarre that she she didn't put that through her own filter to not say that to Andy.
0: But that's where it's scary to me that it makes me feel like something's off because she When Andy asked her hard questions, like, were you going to have change your timeline? She's like, yeah, we were going to. It's like, you know, you're not supposed to say that. I'm sure Sandoval has told you not to say that. And here you are. Like, she's the easiest person to trick. But that's why it makes me feel like what's going on upstairs, girl? What is going on that this all seems kind of above her head in a way?
1: I know. I like wonder if she's just like completely disassociate, associate. Oh my God. I can't talk like she's like (laughs) out of her body. I don't, I think this is who she is going back and watching the
0: previous seasons. Like there is a screw loose. I don't know what it is. And I honestly, like, I don't want to sit here and speculate about mental health disorders or anything else, but to me, there's some sort of personality, trait that is lacking that when it comes to empathy, when production came in and said, like, how are you feeling? And she's like, oh, I thought this was going to go different, but just no emotion.
1: How about when oh. she said to Sandoval, when they're in the trailer? I feel like she felt like you wanted to keep the relationship working because you never broke up with her. <laughs> what?
0: Them talking about, so basically what I saw was, Raquel saw that their timeline, that whatever Tom was telling her wasn't adding up to what Ariana was saying. Mm -hmm. And so Raquel was trying to call Tom out on the timeline. Yeah. And Tom was fumbling. She's like, I'm just confused about your intimacy issues. Or, like, she's saying you're intimate. So Tom wasn't telling her that. Tom probably was telling her, I'm trying to break up with her in therapy and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, he's telling Ariana something totally different. That we're going to work on things, blah, blah. Like, all of that. And it was like, that was Raquel's way of confronting Tom on the timelines don't match for me. What you're telling me
1: isn't what I'm hearing. That was her confronting That that. was her trying to confront him. But (laughs) I think she's so his puppet. Right. Uh, as soon as he s- had a response also the response saying like she belittles me and stuff and they cut to the scene of her basically all she says is I don't really <laughs> like the green pants I was like is that belittling and I'm not gonna say like I'm sure that there are moments that she was condescending with him but, but like that's relationships. relationships and that's relationships totally but also he's such a clown mm-hmm. like uh, take the affair out of it he's oh my just God. It, he is a little clownish and so i think that would be hard not to be condescending to
0: watching so i'm i'm rewatching season i've rewatched season 4 in my recovery and watching her go to bat for him she's been with him when he rode a bike when he had white extensions in his oh hair God, like that? she has watching how good she was to him and how she had his back this man it's something else. Like this girl has been through it all. We, I feel like as an audience, we've seen her outgrow him years ago. Yeah, and now watching her actually see it in real life and. I think that's also why it's hard for me to watch or care as much because so much we've seen changed from this taping till now in terms of like, you know, her Bic commercial came in first seg- post-first segment. It's her Bic commercial. And me and my husband were like, yeah, get that money. Like, get your money, girl. Do your thing. And it's kind of like we see her moving on and we're ready to kind of go along that ride with her next.
1: Yeah. Apparently, Lala said on her podcast this past week, that sandoval was is like pretty jealous of everything that's coming ariana's way and trying to get an invite or was like i don't know if he tried to get an invite or was pissed like if this whole thing is about us why didn't i get an invite to the white house correspondence dinner this man this man unbelievable it's that kind of behavior that makes it hard for the mom mentality that andy cohen's Speaking of to right. stop, and I'm not saying I'm not you know saying that we need to be sending death threats, death threats, and yeah, that, yeah, yeah. you know, or anything like that. But it, they're not making it easier. No, and they because- should know the game by now. They've been on reality TV for ten years. They know right. the internet is a scary place, and like you would just really think that they would, even if they weren't doing it authentically, that they would be at least putting on a face of remorse or sadness and less anger, less defensiveness to kind of mitigate some of the backlash.
0: But even when Sandoval does put a face on, let's put that in air quotes, like we've seen him at Lisa's. I didn't believe that where he was doing the tears and where he tried to cry. It all just feels so unauthentic. That's not the right word, but what is inauthentic? inauthentic yeah (laughs) it feels just so forced and so part of this like play that he's putting on about what's going on and it's sick it's really sick
1: it is really sick I think the other thing that I just I mean it's not super about Sandoval but Schwartz is getting off real easy here
0: they better go in on him next week
1: because I, if they don't next week, then this whole reunion was really hyped up for no reason at no. all. And like, because we're just hearing the same stuff over and over again about the scandal thing. We're seeing like nothing, nothing has been that groundbreaking.
0: Mm-mm. Right? I don't think so. And I think like, even when they were talking about Katie and Schwartz's divorce and being friends, I was like, I don't care. Katie doesn't care. I don't care. No one cares about Tom Schwartz right now. And also then they like kept trying to talk about these recaps. Even when they brought Allie out. Yeah, she was cute and she was precious. But again, I didn't really I didn't really care.
1: See, I wanna know, I want Andy to ask Schwartz, why are you pissed at Sandoval? Mm, well that I'd like to see. I but want is, that question asked. Like if that does not get addressed next week, I'm gonna be really, really annoyed.
0: I also think though, why aren't people like I feel the same energy that's being directed at Sandoval should also be directed at Schwartz at this point. He's not the puppy dog that he's playing while he's out there doing yoga poses in between set scene like set breaks. Like, popping oh, you're doing Xanax, Jesus! I mean, okay, was that the most iconic thing I've ever seen? That was yes, so wild. but uh, popping like taking the bottle of pills that was the biggest bottle of Xanax I've ever seen. I was
1: the like, oh my biggest God.
0: bottle of Xanax I've ever seen. But he's not the puppy dog anymore. That role might have worked for you. And again, in my rewatch, it's so infuriating to watch it back. I can't believe Katie married that man.
1: I know. I'm kind of curious, though. Well, I haven't done a rewatch since Scandiball. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious to see how that kind of plays out.
0: There's so many red flags with Schwartz. Like, he has no backbone. And the same things that they're fighting about now, literally about him not having her back, they were fighting about in 2016. And if my partner doesn't have my back,
1: that's huge. You're not a partner.
0: No. Even if it's like, if they pull you aside separately and was like, hey, that's not how you react to something. Or this is how I think about it. In the moment, you have that person's back and you have a conversation about it separately.
1: Yeah. When you get home, you address it.
0: Oh, God
1: yeah so i guess we'll just kind of move on to i mean they bring out mm-hmm. al oh wait hold on this is like we don't have to go too deep on this but what was that iud comment he what's the point of it again shut that said, shut up shut what was, up what was like his i'm curious what you think he was trying to get at like was he trying i feel like to he say, was trying to
0: say like you just wanted to be pregnant with when your friends were pregnant
1: like to take the attention away like from, is that what from an saying?
0: actual narcissist, that's something he would think. So maybe that's what he is saying because that's how he would think about something. I also get why friends would want to be pregnant at the same time. I have a yeah, lot that- of friends that kind of like not planned it, but once they found out they were pregnant, they're like, oh yeah, let's just like do this crap together. Makes yeah, sense. I don't think
1: I'd want to be pregnant alone.
0: <laughs> no, it sounds terrible.
1: It does sound terrible. <laughs>
0: But I think it was just, like, that's something he would think to do. Like, oh, you know, Schwartz is having a baby now. Uh, let me do that. And it was almost like you could see right through him that that's his plan. That's how he would do it. Yeah, that
1: was super, super weird. I mean, Lala basically said that she didn't hear it at the actual Good. reunion. Otherwise, she would have, Most you know, come back pretty harsh. But, yeah, I just I w- I just wanted to touch on it because I just thought it was weird. And I was like, I hope everyone else thinks this is Weird, because I think Shh. women would like to be pregnant with their friends because that is nine months of a torture. A no, but I think can probably feel pretty lonely.
0: And also, then raising the babies together. Two of my closest friends yeah. had babies six months apart, and it was a real joy for me in the group chat. Let me tell you, um, <laughs> but. Them being able to bond over those situations and being able to like go through pregnancy, part of pregnancy together and talk through it, it, you know, I get it.
1: Yeah, totally. Okay. Well, anyway, let's go to the Canyon Club. Again, not a ton here. I really think Allie is adorable. Yeah.
0: Why did Sandoval have to pipe up and be like, yeah, well, security was getting involved? Dude, if you're sitting here, reflecting. Exactly. And if you're on a redemption tour, then. Zip it! Shut your mouth.
1: That Brand- okay? That right there, where you just said—the redemption tour. See, that is the piece that's missing from 100%. this whole thing.
0: Yeah,
1: There's we're not none. getting a redemption tour, mm-hmm. and so I think that's why fans are still sort of like invested and really riled up. I think if we You're had right. a redemption tour, this would look so different from we might either. Not be spending this much time talking about it, to be honest.
0: And even if it was from either one of them, like if Raquel showed up and was like, I screwed up and shed a tear and didn't have a blank face on that looked like a mannequin, then maybe I would, I screwed up. I was manipulated by this person because that trailer scene where they were talking, it was so clear to me. I know I talked about grooming last week and maybe I'm using harsh words here, but it was so clear to me that he has, they keep saying the word prepped, prepped, prepped. What that is, is grooming. It is what it is. Yeah. He He's done that to her. And he's told the story to her that when he gets caught up in his lies to retell her the story, you know, he gets caught. He gets caught. And it's sick to watch that interaction on camera happening right before your eyes.
1: It's really interesting to hear. Ariana has said it a few times about you prepped me, you prepped me. Yep. I would love to have seen some of those conversations throughout the years or like yeah. how you know be a fly on the wall for some of those
0: and we saw how it crumbled when he did it with Schwartz. and Schwartz said "Yeah, since august and he's like no not since august like oh you didn't get your timelines right yeah idiot yeah
1: i think see this is why i really want andy to ask schwartz if he's pissed because in that first part of the reunion when they bring up the ski trip Mm -hmm. i really think that schwartz was looking to sandoval like Back me up here. You told me that we were going. And I think that they probably went up initially. Yeah. And then Raquel and Joe met them there is what I've gathered. I think I listened to another podcast Mm -hmm. that sort of talked about that. Maybe it was Lala's. It's Uh, also like it
0: doesn't matter. You still knew what was going on, Schwartz.
1: Totally. I'm just – I want to see – I guess I'm just really – I just Shorts, really want to see him mad, I guess. But what does
0: Schwartz get to be mad about? He was in on it the whole time. What could he be mad on it? He's mad because now show it's a-, a little bit of like, what the fuck, man? But why would he show what the fuck when he's been in on it? He should just try his best to fly under the radar like he's doing, which makes him an even bigger puss and even more unattractive than anyone else. I think at the like- to me, he's right up there with Sandoval in terms of scumbags. Just because he's trying to play innocent and be coy and do yoga poses doesn't make you innocent, boy.
1: Yeah. I don't know if I think he's as bad as Sandoval. He hit it. I think it. If Sandoval was on a redemption tour, then I would maybe put them in the same. I don't know. The way that Sandoval is so angry, he's angry. He's like really angry. Which, which is, is insane throwing me off quite a bit. I'm like what are You're you You're right doing? though. It's it's throwing
0: everyone off and that's where because he's not sorry because he's not coming from a place of feeling bad. Like we saw that clip from next week. What is where he even
1: angry about?
0: That he got caught. That's what he's angry about. That he got caught.
1: That's so weird.
0: We get into Okay, so any thoughts about the Canyon Club? The Canyon Club like I I guess go ahead. I think James is I do think that we've seen in previous seasons is James bringing it to the table this year? Absolutely. However, I mean, he drinks, we know that he drinks and that he is not a good person when he drinks. Was he grabbing Ali's arm? Might he be out of control when he drinks? To me, we've seen in years past that he does have a little bit of that when he's drinking. And so it's what Sandoval said the story was doesn't seem unimaginable to me. However, Sandoval, Shut your mouth. It just shouldn't be up. coming
1: from Sandoval is the exactly. issue with the exactly. story. Just shut up. The only thing I kind of wanted to mention is that Ariana did chime in and say mm. he was dedicating songs to Ariana when he was already fucking Raquel, which, <sighs> again, just like is contradicting everything that he said, like his whole story of and his like plan to paint her as a villain mm-hmm. keeps falling short with some of these other like with the contradicting comments that we're getting from the rest of the cast. And I don't know when the Canyon club was, I think it was November. Oh my God. So pretty deep into the affair and a month before he took Raquel to his family. I just thought that was something to note that she chimed in and said like, You know why would Ariana think that they were not repairing it if she's at his shows getting songs dedicated to her?
0: And I think that's something that we they talk that I saw a Peacock clip where she said like we were having intimacy issues. We weren't having money issues. We were having Mm -hmm. intimacy issues.
1: I watched that this morning. I was in the like the reunion on Peacock today. Yeah,
0: and you either work on it or you move on. You don't, if you're in therapy working on this and actively having an affair, the whole plan that Sandoval had was to break up with Ariana and then go, I mean, Raquel literally says this in her one-on-one di- with Andy, dumbass. Um, That The whole plan was to break up and then be like, Oh, something started and pretend like it's this brand new thing that happened. Give me a break. I have a question. Yeah.
1: During the one-on-one with Andy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: he asked her, asked Raquel about the timeline, and I don't know if I was reading too into it because I they had sort of just talked about the Coachella part like of it all, and how Sandoval was basically the one saying that she that they were in an open relationship. Do you think that they both just had like part of their prep was to say that it started after Guys Night? Or do you think it maybe started around Coachella, but was like less of an affair and more of a hookup situation? Hmm. I just feel like the Coachella of it all is not being Something talked happening. about for nothing.
0: Yeah, because there were so many bloggers on Dumois and whatever else we follow that were saying Tom and Raquel were making out at Coachella. And the other like, thing... You heard Sheena... Okay,
1: so let's say he did tell her that... Yeah. Like, let's say... Okay, he did tell Raquel that they are in in an open relationship. That's an April. What would have been the point of telling her that without the intention of hooking up with her?
0: And to me, this is where we talk about like he was planting the seeds.
1: I think they were hooking up throughout the summer. And she said know if it was a full cool affair. I think because she even says it got romantic mm. after guys night but that you know hooking up thing? to hook up when ariana is asleep i don't know this is so disturbing i wonder what other details we're going to find out
0: next week to me i wonder if so sheena said in a deleted scene that he told her in the hot tub mm-hmm. that they were in an open relationship also if you're really good friends with this girl why aren't you having that conversation with her why aren't you like oh you guys are in an open relationship or why aren't you even if you want to beat around the bush and ask it, and not say Tom told me, if you really thought that, like you were, she was in an open relationship, she, you would have that conversation with your friend. I'm sorry,
1: I think she was so he enjoying it. the yeah, attention, of yeah, that she didn't even know how to get there.
0: No kidding. I because mean, I don't I've think she
1: knows how to get there with the entire thing,
0: and that's why I'm saying. I said this last week, and I take some some of the blame off Raquel because to me this was puppeteered by Sandoval a hundred percent him laid it laying his little seeds Putting doubt in Ariana's head, putting doubt in Raquel's head. I mean, he even did it to Schwartz. God knows what he was saying to Schwartz. Again, not that Schwartz is so redeemable, but like you don't know what he was telling Schwartz about their relationship, you know? Totally. And from like if a gr- if one of my girlfriends is telling me like, you know, things aren't working out and we're starting to see other people. We're going to like do this this weekend and see how it works out. You know, I don't know how I would approach that situation.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know either.
0: I really want to talk about Sheena. Okay. Sheena has a tendency to get on my nerves hardcore. Mm-hmm. I think However, most people be honest. <laughs> she's very precious and, and caring and comes from a good place. She reminds me of someone that we used to work with and annoyed the shit out of me too. Um, and I feel like it's all off. <laughs> I'll text you that one. Okay. And I feel like it comes from a place of being liked. But to me, all of that place of being liked like, came back and it felt to me like it caught up to her last night on the episode where she had gone to bat for people, where she had taken people in and treated people with kindness and gone above and beyond where you know how Sheen is always calling everyone her best friend. This is like the backfire of her seeing the good in people too soon. And that watching that broke my heart, broke my heart for her because you could see the stress like she's a mother and she has a restraining on her on someone. Look, I hope she punched Raquel in the face. I hope she did, because that's what you do if this happens in this situation. That is a girl's girl. I hope she punched Raquel in the face. But Raquel, you don't take a restraining order out because you have been doing something so dirty for months and months and months and months. You deserve to get punched in the face. I'm sorry you do. That's yeah. all that happened to you. Your phone got smashed, and you got a little cut on your eye. You're a lucky bee. At least that's where we come from.
1: Were you surprised to hear Raquel say that she regretted the whole restraining order of it all?
0: I just rolled my eyes. You didn't see that, but was was I was surprised?
1: or you you were or you weren't?
0: i to me, it did that didn't come from Raquel. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, I don't think the restraining order came from her. I don't think this saying this came from her. I feel like she was coached on this.
1: Yeah, the whole but yeah, the whole Sheena of it all, that was so painful to watch. I am really still so confused about the phone situation. Mm-hmm. I yeah last week how like <sighs> Sandoval was on the phone with Raquel, but then I don't know, that whole thing is like really murky to me. I'm not totally
0: There's been like so mad. many phone talks. Even when yeah. Ari talked about it, she's like, I had my phone, but I took sandoval's phone and then he was walking with my phone and uh, and and sheena had ariana or raquel's phone and she threw the phone but called back from this phone like yeah that was a lot
1: i yeah, think i am the- getting a little lost there but how about who do you this seems like such a stupid question but i'm gonna ask it anyway <laughs> do we believe one word that's coming out of sandoval's mouth when he takes that long pause and this says is- she said that she punched that fucking bitch in the face
0: So, this is my opinion about that. Okay. Because I have a very strong opinion because I was yelling at the TV. Let's hear it. Sandoval, when Andy asked you that question, this is the one time, this is the one time where you could semi redeem yourself. Mm -hmm. What we call it in the streets is don't be a fucking rat. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth and act right. And the right thing would have been to just don't say anything. And if you were going to say anything, You have your ex's back after you screwed her for the last seven months. Say nothing or say, I don't know what happened. And what did he do? He did the exact opposite. And I was yelling at the TV. That long pause, I was like, don't do the right thing. Just use this time, this one moment, do the right thing, do the right thing. And he didn't.
1: But do you think he was telling his truth? What is his
0: truth? His or truth I guess, do you think so that, that really
1: happened? Like, do you think anything he said is, regardless of where he, what he Maybe. should have said, do you think that there was any truth to what he said? Maybe. Like, do you, I guess, do you think Sheena punched her?
0: I, I, see, I hope Sheena punched her, and I do think I Sheena punched her. Take that out of it. What yeah, do I think do think Sheena happened? punched her. I do think Sheena punched her. You and that makes me love decide, Sheena so much more.
1: I, I can't decide, but part of me is leaning that way
0: i think last night we saw that sheena punched her in the reaction in sheena's face you could see it like sandoval shut your fucking mouth in ariana's face it was they both were giving that look like shut your mouth because the restraint is still out there
1: when i'm like envisioning it i'm like putting myself on the streets of new york and i'm not seeing a full punch what i am seeing though is her hand like her full like palm like hand out wide just shoving her face. Right. Exactly.
0: Like some sort of stuff. not
1: an actual fist. But yeah, I do think that her hand open, palm open, did smell. Like I could, yeah, I think that's what happened. Like
0: that mark on Raquel's eye was a ring or a nail. Like someone's fingernail or someone's ring. That's what that was. And I mean, honestly, applause to Sheena for doing it. And this, and last night, it made me like, change my entire thoughts on Sheena for real.
1: Yeah. And I think when they're talking about the court system and with the Mm -hmm. baby, that must weigh so heavy, that must be so stressful and seeing, I mean, we're going to talk about her emotion, her lack of emotion until we're blue in the face, but Mm. this moment specifically really watching her cry about her daughter and like And saying that that was a part of that baby's life. If I mean when you really when it like when we get down to it, and for her to show not even a tear for that part of it all, exactly boring.
0: And even when Sheena was saying, like, I was like a sister to her, I was this to her, like she stayed in my house. Mm -hmm. I went to bat for her. I was crying. The whole the, I mean, Ariana was crying. Everyone could have been crying in that moment. And they panned to Raquel, who dead in the face. That's why I'm like, there is something. Something's not adding up here.
1: And going back to like how this reunion is not giving what we really want it to give, I'm, I'm really hoping that next week Andy does mm-hmm. ask these kinds of questions. Like, how are you feeling about screwing Sheena over? She let you stay in, her ho- in one of her mm-hmm. apartments, like rent-free. You were close with her family. They showed up to – I want him to be asking the questions like, how did you feel? What was your feeling when they all went with you three nights to your pageant in Sonoma? you think he'll ask those questions? I'm going to be really annoyed if he doesn't.
0: I this is what I was thinking and that when he was interviewing her separately mm-hmm. he was being soft with her and that so was soft. annoying me but yeah. it was almost as if you know he interviews people all the time and he knows how to get what he needs out of people and maybe that was his approach being soft to get what he needed from her because she would feel comfortable and safe to open up so maybe that's part of his technique instead of going right in but those questions like he was throwing her softballs i it annoyed me
1: Uh, Yeah, it did annoy me. I really want to know the feelings about those certain scenarios where they were away together. Like, how she could, like, what were you telling yourself on the drive to glamping? What were you telling yourself when they were showing up for you? What were you telling yourself when he dressed like you for Halloween and you and Ariana did a, uh, like, they dressed up, I think, as, like, Sailor Moon girls together? Like, what what was your... Mm -hmm. What were your feelings going into that what was your thought process behind that did you think a little bit like oh like maybe don't dress up like me maybe let me back off a little bit like from the friendship with ariana
0: what was your thought in having that conversation with her in the season finale what was your motive when you were asking ariana standing at that bar what Um, your relationship stands with tom what was your motive there and to cry with her
1: yeah, I think the big question, yeah, I, yeah, I, that question I need to know the answer to. No. And I really just need, I just think if, God forbid, I was the rock cow in a situation like this, I really would have, I would see myself pulling away from the friendship with Ariana. Just not minding your own business,
0: more, like not leaning more into it. And calling her your best friend and going to all of her things. Like,
1: I, and it- doing press saying, that the Tom she, Tom
0: sweatshirt oh, but doing
1: press saying how Ariana and Sheena like really rode for her and she feels connected to her. Like I need to know what was happening there. Like if Andy does not ask these questions, I am yeah. not going to boycott because I'll be so bored. But
0: <laughs> but it's true. That's why I felt like last night was not giving me the life that I thought it was going to. What was your biggest, like when you watched last night, what do you think your biggest bombshell was for you?
1: biggest bombshell oh god that's tough I think I don't know if it would be a bombshell but just sort of the conversation between just the whole trailer trailer park of it all and seeing how he really you know he was telling producers like don't follow me like that whole scene to me was really just extra like I was just like what is happening here like why do you I don't know that whole thing and just that seeing some of it okay I know what it was seeing some of it although her face was emotionless about it you could see that there was like a few (laughs) wheels turning so slowly like one (laughs) wheel barely turning and I just was like I guess I was a little surprised by that You're right though, because that it was like almost just almost slowest. uh, It was uh, like she was going up a hill, like driving up a hill, but was still (laughs) like one of the hills in San Francisco, and was like at the bottom. Do you know that scene from The Princess Diaries? And oh my god, back down. That was like, like her brain was doing.
0: Yeah, so close. Oh, so close. Well, let's get into our biggest bonding moments. And then I have a few questions from you for my rewatch that I wrote down in our notes because I'm dying to ask you some of these funny questions that, uh, I think will 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 bring some, uh, light to this. So what was your favorite bonding moment from the episode?
1: When they are talking about just everything that Lala has sort of dealt with recently and James kind of is like, no, I've seen what she's going through and she's been so strong and she's got this company and she's raising a baby while dealing with this asshole of an ex of hers. And he just straight up says, like, I think she's a legend.
0: Yeah. And you could see her holding back the tears. Oh, that broke my heart. I think my favorite bonding moment was Sheena sticking up for Ariana when they're talking about what happened that night. Yeah. That just showed a side of her that... I don't know if I've seen, I don't know, like a ride or die side, which for me always goes far.
1: I actually, going back to the biggest like bombshell that we got this episode, I was shocked to hear about the conversation that Sheena had already had with Ariana. Oh, true. I did not. That was something I think that was the first time we had heard that.
0: You're right. That was a bombshell.
1: Yeah, that was, and that she and had gone to Raquel previously and Raquel said, no, 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 I would never do that.
0: And the thing that Ariana said, which again made me love Sheena, was she said she came and did it to me in a respectful way. Because how do you have that conversation with one of your closest friends? Oh,
1: who knows?
0: How would you, how how would you even approach that subject? You know, that made me really, really, really like her. Okay. Okay.
1: Let's get into those questions. I'm excited because I haven't watched <laughs> okay, it in okay. I, don't, I was gonna say so long, but it's probably been like a year.
0: <laughs> okay. So they're not really that they're okay, two this came from our night at Schwartz and Sandy's that we regret and we want our sixty dollars back. But God, I know so much. This is trip. This has made me think about this question because the thing that we noticed there, and this came out of a conversation me and my husband had, my husband kept saying, why, you know, there's all these blinds coming in that Tom was in uh, Pittsburgh and hooking up with chicks in Pittsburgh. And my husband said like, why are women still doing this? Like, why are they still giving him this attention and going back home with him, like after everything he's done? And I'm like, what are you talking about? That's so unfair. He's a guy who has some clout. You're saying that guys wouldn't do that. If it was, you know, if the tables were turned and Raquel was at the bar and you're telling me guys wouldn't hit on her and go home with her, that's unfair to say that women can't, like that women are, you know, it's embarrassing, but there's people out there that would do these things. Mm -hmm. So my question to you is, that night at the bar, Mm -hmm. we saw Schwartz, we saw Jax, and let's say Sandoval was there. Mm -hmm. Who out of the three, if you have had to have gone home with one of them, would you have gone home with? Jax. (laughs) Without hesitation. Can I tell you why? Please. And I'm also shocked because I told Meek that you would not say Jax because I said Jax.
1: I'm shocked as well. But to be honest, okay, if I'm going to do this, right, if I'm going to – That was so quick. I'm shocked. Okay. It's because if I'm going to, like, put my – like, it feels dirty to even do it with any of them. Yeah. But if I'm going to take myself on that ride, (laughs) Schwartz, I feel like, would be, like, not great in bed. Oh,
0: my God. And I I said to – if yeah. I'm doing
1: this, like I'm doing it, because I want to have a good time.
0: Schwartz is one of those people that would like thank you for giving him a blowjob,
1: or like I don't what? even want. To, oh god, I like it. I don't want to. Oh, I just can't even think about it. <laughs> and then Sandoval, I really do think I've always, like, I vote like he. I cannot stop smelling ew. the cigarettes and Red Bull and coffee combo that Jackson mentioned before.
0: Ew,
1: and it that just like. Ew! Like, who wants to sleep with something like that? That's disgusting.
0: He had a flat iron in season four. This one wants to buy him through he a flat his iron
1: head. Oh! And I can't. Can you imagine sleeping with like no shade, but like I don't for me personally. We start doing think this. I'd be able to like feel like into some if I just kept seeing that white nail polish touch my body. Uh, ew! Oh,
0: oh my god. Yeah. Ew! Ima- imagine um, getting fucked up with night. white nail polish.
1: Ugh. Yeah, and I should. I should be clear, like, I I really do, like, my boyfriend's in a union who's in construction, so like, <laughs> right now, polish is a really, really, like, far reach for me. That is so not my vibe. I don't want to knock anyone who's, you know, oh down. God. I, I oh. just like that more, like, like, I want you to be able to fix my stuff, and that kind of vibe. And oh wear God. Carhartt, and that I kind of stuff.
0: Owns a hammer.
1: Yeah, and oh Jax, I feel like, yeah, he's so problematic but I do think he would maybe be a good lay
0: it I said the same thing to my husband I was like he's just douchey enough where I would know that it's a one-night stand and just be like we're gonna do this we're gonna wake up in the morning maybe we'll get breakfast probably not we'll call it what it is never talk to each other again yep but like Schwartz that's fine sometimes absolutely we've all been there yeah Schwartz though like there is nothing about him that is, like, sexually appealing to me. No. Sandoval, again, he has a flat iron. He wore extensions. There is something that is so off-putting about Sandoval's,
1: like, he got, he has someone to sign his flat iron. I just can't. Yeah. I chose Chuck too. I'm actually. Schwartz over Sandoval. Sandoval's last on the list. He really does. I, he He strikes. Kyle keeps saying he gives him Ted Bundy vibes, and I can't get that out of my head. <laughs>
0: I don't know where I would
1: put them both. Like if I had to pick. Like I don't want to fuck someone that re- like resembles a serial killer. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> well,
0: I guess I mean that was the question. This is where we leave it. That was a good question. I'm going to come back with more. I can't believe you said Jax. I'm actually surprised, but again, I don't know who else you would say.
1: Yeah, it's not it's not a great it's not a, not great, a great lineup. lineup. Not, not a great lineup.
0: <laughs> well, thank you to everyone who tuned in this week. We'll have more to talk about next week. I'll I hope you- <laughs>
1: I I hope hope. I really (laughs) do. Andy Cohen better bring it next week because this is not doing it.
0: Yeah, we're a little bored, and then yeah. we have to figure out what the hell we're going to talk about post Scandaval. There'll be a lot coming. Yeah, I have, have some idea. to chat about. Yeah. Anywho, thank you for everyone for joining us. This has been Bonded by Bravo. If you have a good name for our followers, feel free to drop that in our comments. Follow us on Instagram at Bonded by Bravo Pod. We're trying to get to hundred followers, so check us out there, and we'll talk to you next week. Looking forward to it. See you next week.